0: Thanks again to MyBookie, who once again is sponsoring today's episode. Make sure you go over to MyBookie.com, use that promo code PROFIT, P R O P H E T. Get yourself hooked up. We got NFL, still one more game left. We got the Super Bowl next weekend. Chiefs 49ers. It's going to be, I think last I looked, it's 40 um, or Chiefs were a one point favorite. So it's going to be essentially a pick So go check that out, get in on that. We have XFL starting even the week after the Super Bowl. You get in on the XFL. Football's not going to stop. The XFL season will go on. They have eight teams. You know, they can get in on that every week. Why not? You know, it's another another fun thing to get involved with, and especially if you're on uh, MyBookie. It just makes it even that much more interesting to get, you know, into the XFL games as well. We always got college basketball, got NBA basketball going on. So make sure you go check out MyBookie.com. Use that promo code Profit P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking breakout players for 2020. We each came up with five players here. And, you know, actually, I have, uh, I don't know. I had a hard time like shortening this list down. I have a lot of names I like for 2020 that will probably be considered breakouts. But I think both of us will be, though, if you, if you hear our list and you're like, well, yeah, that's not that much of a surprise. Well, it's probably true. But this isn't our sleeper list. We'll get to those, you know, in the future. Here are some sleepers, deep sleepers for the season, which is that's where the surprises are going to come. And this really isn't, you know, terribly crazy of a surprise, any of these picks. But. I think we got some good ones. I got some. I, I feel I feel good about the ones I have. I don't know about you, Jeff. I don't know. I actually doing this list. Sometimes I struggle with them. This one actually had names just kept popping up. I liked a lot of players. I don't know if it was that easy for you this time.
1: Yeah, much easier this time around. And uh, to be honest, I think um, you know it, a lot of players that you may have heard us talk about before, and it's because we like the talent, or at least my list. And um, I don't think that changed. I think at the end of the year, you saw a lot of young talent kind of step into the forefront. So that's why I don't think that this one will be too much of a surprise either. But it, I, I do believe that there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think these guys will do something really special next year. All
0: right. So let's start off with, you know, I'm actually, we're gonna switch it up this week. Let's start from one to five, because I have a feeling we could overlap. And I don't want to take away our number one players kind of a thing. Okay. so let's just start from the top let's go one to five let's see Jeff what do you have who's your top breakout for next year
1: top breakout, and I'm going with Miles Sanders right away not bad so yeah so Miles Sanders uh, I don't think this one will come as too much of a surprise uh yeah, you know, he looked really, really good at the end there. They used him not only in the passing game, but rushing. He kind of looked like he finally, you know, they just kind of gave him carte blanche in the backfield. So he, it looks like he is going to be the guy moving forward. That offense does need a running back to step up um, in order to make sure that passing game stays on track. Um, and also, depending on what they do in the offseason about their wide receiving, you know, um, core. I really do think that they will have to lean a little more on Miles um, than maybe they would have this year or the year before. So I don't think you have to go into too much more detail, but Miles Sanders looks the part. I think he's ready to step up and do it. And, he, you know, y- you saw it at the end of the year.
0: And that's why I perfectly why I did one to five, because he's my number four. So okay. I would have <laughs> beaten to the punch there on your number one guy. So he's my number four. Again, all the things you said. I mean, obviously, I think he took over the backfield at the end. Jordan Howard's a free agent. I don't even – I don't – What are the? Ch- I don't know if he's going to come back or not. They don't really need to sign him. They, I, they don't. Miles Sanders is talented. We, I mean, we thought that last preseason. We just didn't know when the opportunity would come. If I did, did. And he, he looked good. And I don't see why that doesn't improve. I did my, like, initial – I did an initial thir- top 30 running back ranks. I posted them. Right now, I put him at 13, which isn't a huge breakout, but I think that's like the low end. Honestly, I think he can go higher than that. But still 13th, I think, is a pretty good number for him. That puts him ahead of, for me, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, which some people are going to find a little. They don't like that as much. I've already had some comments, but
1: (laughs) yeah, I think he's that good. I do, too. And The the only reason that made me hesitate at first for putting him up this high is because he – you're going to look at what he was ranked at, right? I mean, 15th, people are going to say, you know, is he really going to go much above that? But if they use him the way they used him in the past, you know, last couple of weeks, I mean, week 16, when they played Dallas, uh, he had 20 carries, you know, 19 the week before, 15, 17. Before that, you know, if he got to 10, he was kind of lucky. Um, You know, it makes all the difference in the world when you're giving them that amount of carries. Yep.
0: I agree. Yeah, he's it's a good player and I think he's going to be a good value for fantasy next year. So I'll go my number one and I went with the running back as well. And he actually showed up on your bounce back list last week. It's Darius Geis. So it's a similar thing. You, you, you know, he's coming back from an injury. So good bounce back candidate. And I think he's just going to break out. I, the little we've seen from him, we haven't seen a lot from him in his two years. This is, this is the worry is the injury injuries. He's had a few of them. That's the worry with him. But In the little bit of time we've seen him, I feel like we've seen a special player. Like he's really good. And if he's healthy, I don't see why he doesn't jump up the ranks and he becomes, I mean, he's going to be drafted as a third running back next year, most likely the way it's looking early on. That is going to be, I think, a great value. You're going to be able to get him for relatively cheap and he's going to be good. I, I'm not terribly concerned about the injuries right now. I don't. I feel like that will be fine. I've seen other players this happen to early on, and they, they can turn it around. But Darius Geis, he's my number one. I really expect big things from him. So I did rank him a little lower than Sanders in, in, in the actual ranks just because of the injury. You know, the injury concerns are still there. you got to kind of factor that in. But he's definitely, I think, going to be a, a huge improvement. Right, He's going to jump up the boards next year.
1: Yeah, I, I like that one. He was on my short list, but uh as of right now, and you know, I will I will talk him up as well over the course of the offseason, but the uh because I felt like there were so many other people I could have picked, the injury did scare me off because I, I do think that is a, a a real thing you gotta look at. But there's no doubt about the talent. I do like the pick. All right, so who do you have number two? Number two, we're just gonna keep on going with the running backs and this is uh gonna not be a surprise to anyone that listens to the podcast because he is an individual that i liked um since he was drafted and he went to buffalo devin singletary i think is the real deal i still think that you know he was the second best running back in that class i think that buffalo is a good spot for him and now that it looks like once again he's going to be getting all the carries I really, really like what this can do for him, and once again, he's in an offense that does need to run the ball. Um, you know, maybe the QB Josh Allen will steal a few rushes from him here and there, but I think overall it's nothing to worry about. I believe that he's going to come into his own. He, I, I just have the the all the confidence in the world for him. So Devin Singletary is my number two. He is my number two as well.
0: So. Yeah. Went with Devin Singletary there at number two. I, I, again, he's all the things you said, he looked really good and not, he didn't get the full amount of work, especially at the beginning of the season. It was Gore really getting the majority. And you watched it slowly happen over the season that they just said, Singletary's just too good. We have to keep using him and using him and using him and using him more. And by the time they got in, you know, basically what to the playoffs, and it was all Devin Singletary for the most part, they were relying on him at that point and, I think he's going to have a big season because it's a it's a fairly good team. And if I think he's going to be really good again. Like, I like these second-year running backs and third-year running backs. There's a couple of them. Just I really think there's going to be big things coming from these guys. Like, you know, Sanders. And I have said Sanders and Singletary in year two and Geis in year three. I really like these guys. And I'm expecting some big things. So, yeah, Singletary is my number two. So, just again, though, I think you're going to get a good value for him. That's the I best do, part. Yeah. I'm loving some of these. I think there's really good values out there, in some of these guys who take that second year leap and just really become, you know, top-notch running backs. I mean, we even had that a couple years ago. Like now, Christian McCaffrey is just that good, right? But after he, he was just okay his rookie year, he was he was good, but he wasn't you know amazing. But I mean, that's why people were drafting him in his second year at like the you know beginning of the third round, and he won leagues. These are going to be the same kind of things. These players, I'm not saying they're Christian McCaffrey, but they're going to be drafted lower, and you're, they're going to win leagues. That's I really yeah. think think they're going to.
1: I agree, and that's why also why I like Devin Singletary so much. I think Miles Sanders, because of how he finished, is a little more on people's radar. I think Devin Singletary is you know, kind of off the grid still. He, 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 I feel
0: like he still is, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I really like it. Not to mention, I mean, his numbers – look good if you look at just like a yardage per carry uh, you know he was over five five point one um you know he had a couple of touchdowns but those touchdowns staying low he only rushed for two and then he caught for, caught two as well um that kept his you know fantasy outlook lower than you know his potential actually showed when you were watching the game so that is why i kind of love him because he you know he scores a couple more touchdowns he shoots up the list on overall scoring and then people start taking notice so i mean 775 rushing yards from scrimmage and i mean he really didn't get all that many carries and he you know he wasn't even the lead back for the majority of the year um you know it's all pointing in the right direction
0: all right then who is your number 3
1: number 3 i'm going to go with Uh, Another individual that I really liked that I thought was going to help you win um, Games in the second half of the season. I'm going with DK Metcalf So I was already a big fan. I like everything I saw from him this year. He is still with a very good quarterback Um, You know, he's gonna be the number two Wide receiver more than likely uh, once again He's got all the attributes just to be a very 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 good wide receiver um, He stayed healthy this year, which is wonderful to see. So I expect him to take that that next step up and um, kind of be more of the go-to guy this upcoming year. And I know that he's on a, a run-heavy team, but when you have Russell Wilson, you don't have to be perfect as a wide receiver. So the fact that he was pretty decent as a as a rookie gives me all the confidence in the world that he is going to make that next step because they don't build wide receivers like DK Metcalf all that often.
0: He's my number three too. There we go.
1: <laughs> Just going right along, making it on. easy.
0: Yeah, it, I guess it isn't a surprise. Probably if people listen to the show, is like these are guys we've loved for a while, and they showed they showed the promise we thought they would. They they were fantasy relevant, and they're only they're only going to get better. And again, with DK, with DK Metcalf, I mean, there was a lot of candidates. I think you could say could be a break. It's hard to figure out exactly how you want what ones you want to pick here. But some of these guys, like A.J. Brown was on my radar, but he finished way up there. I couldn't – I didn't put him on the list because of that, but I think Metcalf is different. He just feels different. Like, I don't know what it is. Obviously, it's the speed and the size, I guess, but he's just – you feel like he's a star for some reason. You know, just have that feeling. There's a lot of good – there's going to be a lot of good second and third-year wide receivers, though. But he's just, to me, the best of the – best of the bunch there so that's why it's it's met cap for me i could have i'll talk about i'm gonna i'll bring up some names after we get through our five because there's like a i have a list of guys
1: that i like <laughs> yeah, i know there, there's a lot of them
0: <laughs> all right so we'll go to your let's go to your number um four because my it got my number four is sanders which we talked about so let's what do you have at number four
1: number four another one that really came on it felt like at the end of the year but he was doing pretty decent um you know for the two-thirds of the season but I went with Debo Samuel's. Um, you know, this one's a little more tough because technically he did finish in the top thirty, so he was startable. Um, he just did so well, but I think that he can go even higher. I think uh, they really could rely on the run the entire entire year. They didn't have to throw the ball all that much. I don't see that changing necessarily, but I do think that Debo um, secured himself as a true option for Garoppolo when he you know drops back to throw it. Um, where I, I didn't really feel that same way besides for maybe Emmanuel Sanders, which, you know, kind of flashed when he was healthy, but is he going to be healthy? I'm not so sure. So Debo could find himself as that number one wide receiving option, you know, behind Kittle probably, but, um, and you know, there's going to have plenty of opportunity. I, I just really liked what I saw from him and I don't think he's a one trick pony. I think he can, catch a lot of balls, I think he can run after the catch. I'm not so sure about taking the top off the defense, but, you know, I haven't seen everything he can possibly do in the rookie year, and especially on a team that was just loaded with talent. He found a way to get the ball. That speaks volumes, so Debo was my number four.
0: So he didn't make my list, but like I said, out of these second-year receivers, third-year receivers, he's one of many that I think are going to break out and become, you know, even more relevant in the fantasy world. And he's one of those guys that was on my list. He didn't make my top five, but he's there. Just, there's a lot of good young talent right now. And he's going to be another one. He's going to be lower ranked. I think than you know, like DK, I'm looking at the early ranks right now. And Debo's currently 35th right now at wide receiver, which I think that's an awesome wide receiver for then. That's a, that's true. I mean, that can't go
1: wrong there. Yeah, that would be uh I mean, that's what you're hoping for, too, right? If you can yep. get someone of his caliber and his upside for your wide receiver four, yep. Oh man,
0: yep. That's a. I think that's a be a great. He's gonna be a great There's a lot of good value. That's a good episode. We'll have to talk about in the future, just on based on early ranks, is where the value is here because there's so much of it in my mind.
1: Yeah, and that's here. that's really where, and this is very early, but yep. that is really where you win. Yep. leagues right those middle rounds when you're picking correctly and other people are not because everyone say, picks correctly in the first three rounds like right. very few people screw it up I mean I shouldn't say very. <laughs> I mean, there are quite a few that do but you know the majority of your league will not lose because of round one or two just
0: looking at the quick list this isn't for today's list but like Brandon Cook's 45th ranked wide receiver he it's just uh you don't lose if you get him if he's no good as your fifth receiver oh well just release him but there's potential for him to be great, man. There's so much value. This is gonna. You know, I'm getting excited already. <laughs> no. Got a long ways off. Actually, I got a draft. I got a drafts upcoming this weekend. Uh, XFL drafts. So
1: that's gonna be really <laughs> fun because uh, pff, who knows, really?
0: <laughs> right? That'll be a good time. We have got a bunch of leagues. If you Let's say if you guys haven't seen anything, like that go to our Instagram page, instagramcom slash profit. Check out the XFL yeah. stuff going on. Which, hey, hopefully it's interesting. Hopefully.
1: I think, I think with the extra point situation alone, yeah. it adds a, a little bit of complexity to the fantasy realm. Yeah. I, I get excited by the new, the new rules. You really have to do, look into them. If you haven't yet, I would, um I would say do it. It's not like we're getting promoted by XFL or anything, right. but people but are going to think so. Based yeah, on what but I would do it because I think that is the fun part is yeah. you look at the rules and how can I exploit those rules in order to give right. myself an edge against someone else. So it should be a lot of fun.
0: All right. So let's, finish off the list here with our fifth players i'll go with my fifth player first so like i said there's a lot of running backs i love there's a lot of wide receivers i love there's all this stuff but i decided i needed to go somewhere else and i went with a tight end i went mike gasecki i love the way this guy looked at the end of the season i was a big fan of him beginning of the year it didn't quite work out early on but eventually it did where he became very relevant at the end and i think it's gonna i think it's only gonna improve but the thing he's gonna again i think be kind of undervalued already looking at the early ranks, which is great for me. I'll just wait on tight end and get him. But I really do truly think he's going to jump up a little bit. The talent's there. And I honestly, I hope, I actually truly hope Ryan Fitzpatrick stays for one more year. Fitzpatrick stays. And I actually will like the value of players like Gasecki and Devante Parker. I want that. So he's my uh, fifth player here trying to go a little outside of the box here at tight end.
1: I, he made my short list. I really like it. I think it, I very much agree with your point about quarterback and, and right. Parker and just I think is going to hinge on that, but I really like what he did this year. Finally kind of coming into his own as well. My fifth, um, I put him number five because I don't know necessarily how much he's going to jump up um, as far as placement um, because he did really well this year, kind of quietly. Um and I went away from wide receiver and running back as well, but I went quarterback. So you're going Kyler, right? Yes, Kyler okay. Murray. So
0: it, yeah, it's rough I because same, I didn't know what to do with this one either. <laughs> yeah. So
1: he finished well, depending on how many weeks you played, but if you play through week 16, he finished 10th. So he he was a starting quarterback, and he, yes, he was up and down. Um, and there was a lot of other quarterbacks that you would expect to go over him, but because of injury, everything like that, um, you know, they did not. He. He, he looked really good he, he didn't get as many um passing touchdowns uh in the you know end of the stretch especially after his bye week in week 12 right 13 through 17. Uh, he had six touchdowns There was nothing that crazy um but i really liked what i saw as far as him getting comfortable in the pocket him starting to rush a little more uh, he never went over a hundred yards. I think that next year there'll be a few situations where he probably could. He could increase that rushing touchdown number, even though he, you know, he had four this year. I think that number could go up. I just think he looked—he looked like he got so comfortable by the end that I, I and I, I get scared for saying this right because I feel like Mayfield looked the same way <laughs> going into this year, and we saw how he kind of fell apart but I like the building blocks they put around him. I like the talent. I think he's getting used to his size and being in the pocket and when to throw, when to run all of that decision-making that becomes very difficult in the NFL. And then Drake is kind of coming into his own. If David Johnson does anything, he can catch out of the backfield. Like I said, he has Kirk. Um, Hopefully they add some other weapons and you know, they even had a couple of other young guys that they drafted. that really like, we really didn't get to see. So um, I'm thinking that even though he finished 10th, I, this one does not surprise me if he turns into not not a Lamar Jackson, right? He's not going to be in Mahomes, not a Lamar. But if he stays healthy, he has just as good of a shot as being the third as almost anyone else does. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but he was, I mean, 10th tenth, and no one talked about him. Yep.
0: I uh, I didn't know what to do with with Kyler I and some versions of my list when I was putting this together he was actually my number one <laughs> right right and, and that but I guess why I end up not is like I what you said the beginning is how much will he really go up I don't know but I I do think he's gonna be a steal I'm gonna be looking for him in most of my drafts I feel like it's gonna be Kyler Murray for me I this could be a really good one. I really think he's gonna be up there he's Yeah, in a season that didn't seem like – it didn't feel like he did much, but he did. He was up – he's a top-ten quarterback in his his rookie year. His numbers are actually really good. When you look at him, it's just he got overshadowed because Lamar was so good. No one talked about anybody else. And Arizona wasn't any good. So there was no reason to talk about Kyler, I guess. But, man, he was – he's going to be, I think, a a very good fantasy football player. It's going to be one of those where if you get him late – which maybe you won't. That's the thing. Maybe he's looking at this very early ranks, he's sixth right now.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, I guess I put him in number five and looking at, I don't take away what I say, but it does yeah. uh it hurts me a little bit right. saying breakout because you know maybe people already consider that happened. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm but, sure people will say that yeah,
0: early ranks have Lamar, Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, Prescott, Kyler. Then Jameis, Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Man, everyone always, why does everyone always play or downplay uh Drew Brees? <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: it's you know, I might end this with Aaron Rodgers next year when he's going that. that I was press. gonna say,
1: yeah, go figure. He actually might be because Kyler,
0: Kyler might not be the one to get, I guess. Yeah,
1: I guess not. I'm trying to think if there is another QB. Where is, where is Tannehill right now in that ranking? 15th. Okay, well, I might end up with him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe like a Daniel Jones at 20, Baker Mayfield even. maybe this well, Yeah, where's Mayfield?
1: Oh, people lost faith real quick. Yeah,
0: there's going to be some value somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, even, well, what I love about that too, the same thing I did with Omar this year where I got him as my second QB. Like, does he pan out? Does he not? I'll be fine. Um, I love the fact that you can get Mayfield as a, as a number two. Yeah. I I mean really who cares? Like you throw him on your your bench at one of the last ones, and if he turns it around, wonderful. You're a genius. If not, who cares? You get rid of him, you put someone else on your team.
0: I say, like, there were so many other players you could have put on this list. It's um like so many of those wide receivers, man. There were so many wide receivers you could have put on this list. All those like how many gr- good rookies were there that could like Like I said, like A.J. Brown. I feel like A.J. Brown finished too high, though, in the ranks. That's the yeah, only reason out. I
1: didn't put him on yeah. here. He, he just killed it.
0: But there's like Cortland Sutton, I think, could even go up another level. Yep. Uh, very possible. Um, Some of the – shoot, there's, there's Terry McLaurin. You know, he's he really flashed early on. And if he has a – you know, if Dwayne Haskins is any good, he could jump up. I think Michael Gallup actually could be a candidate.
1: I, I like the Gallup one. I didn't put McLaurin on there because with Haskins, I don't think that McLaurin will, yep. uh, maybe he repeats what he did this year, but I don't think he, you know, I, I get worried about that one. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Son, uh, Gallup, both of those guys I thought about. Kirk, Christian Kirk, I yep. thought was another one, especially if Kyler is going to take another step. Um, was there any other running backs that um, you're really looking hard at? running hard back, at? there's not as
0: many. I mean, I guess you could try like we we considered Carry on last week as a bounce back but in reality he'd be a breakout if it really truly works out. That's you true. Know? You know, and he's yeah. currently ranked as a 22nd back. He really could be if it worked out for him and he's the go-to guy. He's definitely. When we talked about the other we talked about Sanders, we talked about Singletary. There's not a there's not a lot of guys. I don't know if there's really much there. At least in what's in place right now it could change around in off season um there is one question though people had actually because we talked about our, our fall off players and you had uh raheem moster and then he decided to go for 220 yards <laughs> I know, I I so know. they wanted to know do you stand by it <laughs>
1: stand honestly by it? i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> what i what i thought was going to happen because we knew that he could play right and i have i said uh, if everyone got healthy and then immediately Tevin Coleman <laughs> goes and gets injured, right. uh, maybe that's just what they have. Maybe they have a bunch of guys that get injured, and then I would I would take that back. Um, you know, uh, I think I still, maybe I just got proven wrong that quickly. I still don't know what's going to happen with all those running backs or what they're going to decide to do. Um, yeah, but he, he didn't finish. Fan. He didn't finish that low. Like I think that's what people have to remember. You're still going to have other backs. They're not going to go to a one back. Uh, system in I mean, San Fran. Using, it's just not gonna happen right now.
0: Weren't they using Coleman the week before? Like it just you know, they
1: used it, him in the only reason he they, he went off is because Coleman got injured in that game and then Breeda was already injured. Like he yes. was the last he was the last right he was the last <laughs> the last guy that they could even put in there.
0: And we've known that Talent's there. We've talked about him oh, without plenty of times. The I, mean, I,
1: I always threw him that. on a bunch of my teams and um you know I, I've yeah. used him and I, I do believe in the talent, but I also see the system they're in, and they're in no way are they interested in having a, a one-back system. No, it, they're not and It has worked wonderfully not doing it that way. And think about that, too. I mean, what if you had um, Mostert starting or whoever it may be, Tevin Coleman starting, uh, the other guys aren't getting touches. They come in cold when he gets injured. Are they the same team, or is it you know an advantage for them to – Keep a three man rotation no matter what, especially two. Even if say two people got hurt, I mean, shoot, man, they even had they could have had one more running back, right? Yep. I mean, McKinnon never got healthy. He never they never brought him back because, you know, it, he was just he just never made it. They had four. Right. Forget
0: about McKinnon. Oh Yeah,
1: him. so they had four. So it's not like they're gonna all of a sudden be like, "Moster, you're the guy." And um, that, so maybe I'm wrong as in maybe he won't fall off, but I, I still don't think that that is a sign of things to come. I, I do applaud him though. That was one heck of a game by him.
0: Yep, it definitely. I forgot all about Jared Cannon.
1: Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> that that one know. burnt. What was it two years ago? Yeah. That burnt a lot of people. It, not it, me, but no, that's <laughs> true. A lot of people.
0: <laughs> but all right, that's pretty much it then for this week. I'm um, not going to do point spreads. We'll pick the Super Bowl next week. You went two and zero last week, Jeff. I went one and one. So uh, we're both six and four in the playoffs. So you yeah, add it. them all up. You still have a one-game advantage adding everything up, so I can't pass you no matter what happens next week. Well, who Even are you picking
1: for the Super Bowl, do you think?
0: I feel like it's going to be Kansas City. I feel like I'm going to go Kansas City.
1: Well, I think I'm going to go San Fran, so we'll see what the spread is. I, I and think then...
0: last I looked, it was about Kansas City by one.
1: Yeah, so, so it's pretty much going to be a pick'em. It looks like. So pretty, pretty who knows? You might you will get an opportunity to tie me. It looks like it would be crazy
0: if through an entire season of picks in the playoffs we ended up exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's that'd be nuts. But all right, that is going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode for you guys. Talk to you then.